Now the other day, I was speaking with old man Tom. Old man Tom. Well, that's what everybody calls him anyway. Nobody really knows why. Personally, I think it's because he's older than dirt. But whatever the reason, he is very sage. And he has more common sense than a drugstore has pills. Anyway, on this particular day, the very first thing he said was, Charles, I have had an epiphany about how I clean house. An epiphany about cleaning house. Oh yes, oh yes. And it comes from the saying, From dust you came, and to dust you will return. You've had a religious experience about cleaning your house? No, that would be silly. But it is why I do not dust. Well, it might be someone I know. (laughs) Okay, okay, even I laughed at that one. I said, Tom, that was actually good. How about some coffee? To which he said, Oh, yes, please. And then I have a question for you. Okay, what's the question? Now, as the wise philosopher once said, Coffee first, discussion second. All right, I don't know who this wise person might be, but I'll second that. Coffee first, then we talk. So come on in. I'll put some on. So, what's the question that we're going to discuss? Jesus said that narrow is the gate and restricted is the way that leads to life. And yet, he also said that he came to give an abundance of life to those who believe in him. So the question is, how does that work? How can the narrow gate and restricted, or sometimes put, difficult path, lead to an abundance of life? French roast. Pardon? French roast. This is definitely a French roast type of question. And believe it or not, this is going to be my first cup of coffee of the day. First of the day. Well then, it is fortunate for you then that I came by with my epiphany. Is it not? Okay, sometimes it's simply best to remain silent and make the coffee, which is what I did. Now, as old man Tom is waiting for the coffee to brew, my name is indeed Charles, and this here is the Coffee Side Chat series on the Simple Not Shallow Podcast. Now, this podcast is for those who want a deeper faith, not an aggressively mediocre one. And this series is a collection of stories conveying very real things about the Christian faith and about loving God. Now, communicating real things about the Christian faith does indeed mean that Scripture will be referenced from time to time in these stories. 
But rather than breaking up the flow of a good story with chapter and verse listings, I'm simply going to list them where they occur in the transcript of this story, which will be posted in the show notes for this episode. That way, you can check out all the references for yourself and make sure that I had had enough coffee before I was putting this all together. Also, and this, my friend, is very, very important, it needs to be noted that these stories are being enjoyed while I am nursing this here cup of coffee, which is sitting on the table right beside me. Well, this is, after all, a coffee-side chat. Also, also, before we delve into this, I do want to mention our sponsor, our book, Psalms 1-72, through A Simple, Not Shallow Presentation. It is a presentation of the first 72 psalms that allows the scripture to be scripture and the poetry to be poetry. Oh, it is a beautiful read. It is easy to read and it reveals the prayerfulness found in the Psalms. Now, don't worry, because I like you so very much. I have provided a couple of links just for you in the show notes for this episode. So go ahead, if you'd like to, collect your copy today. And for the now, grab yourself some coffee, for it's time to begin this story, this conversation with old man Tom. Now, once the coffee was ready and we were seated at the kitchen table, I said, all right, Tom, I have my coffee. Let's talk. How do the narrow and the difficult lead us into abundance? For if I know you, you already have the answer, do you not? And while looking over the rim of his coffee cup, he grinned, and he said, Well, to begin with, this coffee is very good. Anyway, to begin with, do you know where we are taught about the narrow gate and the difficult way? Uh, somewhere in the New Testament, right? In the Gospels, I believe. Something Jesus says. Good, good guess. But do you know where specifically they come from? Why, sure I do. Maybe. Okay, okay, not really. Now, I do know that that was not my most eloquent response ever. But in my defense, this was my first cup of coffee. It's from the Sermon on the Mount. I said, Oh, yeah. Sermon on the Mount. Okay, did I mention that this was my first cup of coffee? And not suppressing his smile, he said, Anyway, the other day, this was the passage in my daily devotional, and as I was reading it, my mind went back over our last couple of conversations about how Jesus said he came to bring us an abundance of life. So, this is where my question came from. 
For how can those means which seem to be the exact opposite of the desired end be the very things which bring about that end? Yo, Tom, very first cup. Oh, sorry. Well, as I pondered how these could work together, I stumbled onto a passage where Jesus says that he is the gate we must use to enter into this abundance. Now isn't that intriguing? Well, sure it's intriguing. But how does that even begin to... And before I could finish my question, he raised his hand and said, Patience, grasshopper. Sip on your coffee, and I will explain. Patience? Grasshopper? Has someone been watching Kung Fu reruns again? Why, yes, I have. How did you know? I shrugged. Lucky guess. And he smiled real big this time before continuing. Then he said, Now, if Jesus is the gateway we must enter, then the Sermon on the Mount must be about more than just being a set of good moral teachings for us to aspire to, right? Well, because the narrow gate in that sermon is now a person, Jesus himself. And while a person can be very moral, he can never be a mere moral teaching. Okay, and that means... Well, this means that the narrow gate and the difficult way cannot be merely about keeping a set of moral teachings, no matter how good they are. Now, I must have looked more than just a little bit puzzled at this point, for he simply said, Now, yes, the Sermon on the Mount contains moral teachings. And yes, we are to put these teachings into practice. And yet, even as true as that is, something else must lie underneath the surface of those teachings. Something that goes hand in hand with all the teachings. Tom, I said, meaning no disrespect here, sir, but all of that? is about as clear as the coffee in my cup, which, as you know well, is black as pitch. He simply nodded and said, What I am trying to say is this. There is something here we must not neglect if we are to make any sense of the narrow entrance and the difficult way being the way of having abundance. Do you remember our conversation a while back about how Christianity is about living a whole life from our whole life, that it is about loving God with our entire being and our neighbors as ourselves. I remember. Well, if we are to love with our entire being, doesn't that sound to you like we are to be in a relationship with God? So, could not then the difficult way, and remember, Jesus refers to himself as the gateway 
to this path. Simply be referring to a relationship with himself as being the only way into this abundance? Now my face must have registered the fact that the light was indeed beginning to break through my mental mist, for he said, Yes, the narrow gate and the difficult way are Jesus and a relationship with him. And it is this relationship that leads to an abundance of life. That, my friend, is how these go together. Whoa! Now that was as eloquent as I could be, and a glint now showed in Tom's eyes as he saw that that mist of mine was indeed slowly burning away. And he said, Whoa, indeed, sir, and relationships by their very definition, are somewhat limiting, are they not? Well, think about your closest friend, your closest relationship. In that relationship, there are certain limitations you must place upon yourself, well, in order to maintain and grow it, are there not? You know what to do to build that friendship, to help it grow stronger, right? And the opposite is also true. You know what buttons to push, what to do that makes that person angry. And you know that if you persist in these actions, you will indeed drive that other person away. And all your relationships are exactly the same. Meaning that your relationship with God is exactly the same. You can draw closer to him, and you can push him away. And all your relationships require hard work, to be all that they can be. They just do. And yet, it is precisely doing the hard work that makes those relationships into the most rewarding things on earth to become more valued and cherished than any other thing we know. And, as your relationship with God is also a relationship, for it to be the most freeing, rewarding, and abundance of life-giving relationship that it can possibly be, you will have to work hard to develop it. You will have to choose the way that limits your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors to those which grow the relationship. And this does involve deciding to stay away from all those that harm it. Now sometimes the most eloquent thing to do is remain silent. So I cocked an eyebrow raised my coffee to my mouth, and remained eloquent. And believe it or not, it was at this point that things began to get interesting, for he said, Now this also opens up another teaching from Jesus, the one where he says that if you try to save yourself 
you will lose yourself. But if you lose yourself for his sake, you will genuinely, authentically, vibrantly find yourself. You will be all that you can be if you choose the limitation of a relationship with him. And so much more is gained in this friendship than is ever missed out upon. And that caused me to slowly lower my cup of coffee to the table as I took it all in. Oh, and what I say next is really going to blow your mind. To not seek this narrow way, but rather to choose to walk upon the other pathway, the broad and easy one, which is also mentioned in the Sermon on the Mount, is actually to choose to travel upon the pathway of limitation. For then you limit yourself from ever experiencing the abundance of life that a relationship with God brings. Oh yes, take your time with that one. And this would indeed take me some time to process, a good bit of time, and much more coffee. And as always, being the astute observer of the human condition that old Tom is, he saw this and graciously brought our conversation to a close. He said that he hoped I wouldn't mind if we stopped here, but he should probably get moving. He had a couple of errands to run before keeping an appointment downtown. Lee thanked me again for the conversation and the coffee, saying that both were always excellent at my place. A gracious friend, his old Tom. And then, with a wave of his hand, he was off and on to his errands. And I? I was putting more coffee water on. Anyway, what do you think? If you don't mind, please let me know all about this in this episode's comment section. Click on the link provided in the show notes for this episode, or you can copy and paste it if you need to. And then, once on this episode's homepage, scroll on down and you'll find that comment box and can share away. Thank you for doing so. Also, 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 please rate this episode and subscribe to this podcast through the podcast service of your choice. You know, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, whichever you prefer. Well, until next time then, may you find the abundance of life found only by entering in the narrow gate and walking that difficult way, which is a relationship with Jesus. Jesus.